newsounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York. This is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The singer and songwriter Raya Was creates music that draws on electronica, experimental pop, and alternative rock. It's anything but obvious. Yet her new album is called Captain Obvious. We'll find out what that's all about in a few minutes, but first, here's Raya Was and her band performing a song called What It Feels Like. Thank you. 
That's Raya Was singing her song, What It Feels Like, live here at Our Piano with a band that includes some uh, familiar faces. Uh, Kale Hawkins on MIDI keyboard backing vocals, Laura Faye Ashavud on vocoder, sampler, and backing vocals, Tim Lappin on bass, more backing vocals, Brian Besorti <laughs> behind our drum kit. No, no voices. For, a four-part harmony will do you, right, Raya? I mean, I asked Brian if he'd sing. He said no. <laughs> so, um, Kale and Laura Fay have both been here before with, uh, with Laura Fay's band, Arthur Moon. So, just wondering how much of an actual communal thing this is. Arthur Moon is the family, is the family umbrella, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> um, I made this record in solitude almost completely on my own. Um, and actually, this is the first time I'm hearing it externalized with a band. Wow. Um, I've worked with Brian coming up on 10 years. I had uh, a band trio with Aviva J, Brian and myself. Who's um, also in Arthur Moon. Who's yes. also in Arthur Moon. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when COVID hit, every everything slowly broke down. And I ended up making this record in solitude and then had been performing only solo um, coming out of the pandemic. Um and then into my first performance of this record, which I did all entirely solo at the piano. Um, so actually, this is new. No, Brian played on the record, but and one other drummer, Lorfe, played a little bit of guitar, but mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just me. It's uh, it's a big sound. At the same time, that I'm not surprised to hear that it was you at home, because there is a kind of homemade quality yeah. to a lot of the sounds. Uh, you produced this. This is your second record, but mm-hmm. is this the first one that you produced? Yeah. So. You know, did you have that? Did you have a sound in mind, or was it a sound that you found as as the songwriting unfolded? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I say it's my debut as a producer, and it is functionally. But the producers I'd worked with up to that moment had been like, "You're a producer, like it's not playing." Um, and I think that there, my demos have always had a very particular quality to them. I've always done this sort of like, like kind of like industrial kind of like icy beat making against like the softness of my voice and the softness of the tones that I like from the piano and from um, synths. So I think that's always been there. But making this record for sure was like, from a producing standpoint, was like an exploration of a palette first. I'm very much like a music before lyrics person. Was like the finding of the palette and the processes, a lot of like field recording and a lot of sampling myself, um, sampling Brian. Like when I say he played on it, I mean we went into his studio and I made him play random things for an hour and a half and then chopped it up. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I think music making for me is always like a kind of gut exploration thing. Mm. It doesn't, at this moment, it's not coming from my mind, really. It's a body gut thing. Well, and you know, one of the funny things about field recordings is because they are sounds that we kind of recognize from our lives, they have a kind of gut punch effect. Vertigo, for example, I don't know what that sound is at the beginning (laughs) of Vertigo. What, what is that? Um, that was a dance studio that I passed right before pandemic, like February 2020. I was in uh, Mexico City and had passed a dance studio, and that was like the teacher and the students. And that's that's the beginning of that track. And then like the claps that like uh, iterate from there are like both from that and then live. I am 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 I am
Some of the sounds that you use are pretty clear. There's mm. the dog barking. That's not a dog. That's not a dog? But, what is that? But everyone thinks it's a dog. Oh my are, God. Do you mean if, an, if, if you're, you're asking? If, if you're asking, I'm offering. You're not the first person to wonder whose dog that is. <laughs> it's me going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a <gasps> exhale that I turned. I probably ran it through a vocoder and like turned it into oh some type gosh. of percussive it, thing. Especially at the beginning before the full sound comes in. It's just so clearly a dog barking. Let it be a dog barking. I'm not mad at it at all. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, but, you know, that is kind of the fun of, of being a producer is to be able to create, you, you talked about a palette, you know, mm -hmm. you, you take a, a color and then you mix a tiny bit of another color or something and now suddenly you have something that's your own. Mm -hmm. I think also what you said about field recording, I keep thinking about it, that it's like feels guttural because it feels so familiar. Yeah. I think like the space of this record being both like deriving from that space and having the space of my home in it, it all kind of feels like this already nostalgic memory time capsule thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's part of what makes it special and why I got brave and instead of um, soliciting lots of people to like fix it up or dress it up in the end, just like did a couple months of post-production with Laura Fay and sent it to Mix and called it a day. Yeah. <laughs> And, and called it Captain Obvious, which I want to ask you about in a few minutes. Okay. But let's hear another song. Um, Any Evil yeah. is the name of this one. Um, you said you were a music person first. Music first, lyrics after. Right. Oh, yeah. So do the words, when they come, do they come because they make sense or because they fit? Hmm. They come um, despite me, for sure. And after like a lot of torturous prodding, uh, they often come in like shapes, sort of like you're saying that they come in melody and sort of like mouth vowely shapes. Mm -hmm. um, this song, though, was was pretty was a little bit more straightforward. Um, it's one of the only songs I've written that's like a little bit of love song. But m most of the time it's like pulling teeth <laughs> and finding finding what I've been wanting to say. Yeah. When I find it, it's undeniable to me, at least. All right, let's, uh, let's hear a live performance. The album is called Captain Obvious from Raya Was, and this song is called Any Evil. in it. 
short and despite the title, kind of sweet. Any yeah. Evil is the name of the song from uh, Raya Was and the band live here in the studio from the album called Captain Obvious. So, so Raya, is, is Captain Obvious you or is it a person? Is it a who or a what? Mm. <laughs> I think it depends. Uh, Captain Obvious started as the name of the folder in which the files of this record lived on my computer um, and as a cue to myself to not overcomplicate, to not obfuscate, not overthink, mm-hmm. but to to follow what's obvious to me in order to make something most true to myself and in order to share myself most generously on this record. Um, and it feels a little bit like a like a technology in that way. Um, I've said, and I, I really like keep feeling more deeply that this music is about seeing things as they are and saying what you mean. And the the term Captain Obvious has like triggered that for me, and it just like brings me back to that place. Um, I also love that it's kind of funny, and it yeah. reminded myself reminds me to like have levity and not take it all so seriously. But if uh, the music and I can function as Captain Obvious uh, for others in this way, then. I'll accept um, I'll accept that responsibility humbly. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, when I hear, you know, tell things as they are, say what you mean, I wonder how close to art that is, you know, that sometimes what makes a song art is that I, as the listener, have to kind of figure out what you, the songwriter, mean mm-hmm. and what you are, in fact, saying. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes songs that just, like, say what they mean and just kind of sit there. But that doesn't appear to be what you're talking about. Yeah. The songs are not saying what they mean. I'm trying to say what I mean. Mm. Um, and I think that that's, I think that's honestly, like, a, a crucial a crucial difference. Um, it's it's a relationship. Captain Obvious is a relationship between me and myself in that way, um, and my hunch that that um, would uh, lead to more honest art making. Mm. So let's take an example. Uh, there's a track on the record called "Money Worry." Money, so I don't help me one more. Money, so I Money. really about worrying about money is no. although that is is clearly <laughs> stated in the lyrics sure. but then there's kind of this antiphonal word that keeps coming back I think it's lost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it seems like maybe that's the for sure the germ of the song tropes I mean Captain Obvious is a trope and I think the record is filled with tropes on purpose you know they hold like a kind of cultural significance there's a familiarity with them and they bring you in right that's that like seems like the most obvious part of the record but it is the least obvious that's just the bait you know right right um and i think money functions the money worry and the word money in that um song functions exactly as you're saying to to draw you in um and maybe i'm realizing today on this show that even the phrase Captain Obvious and all of the kind of like catchphrase tropes are meant to bring you in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's interesting because that word lost uh, on your Bandcamp page, you, you have you can click the lyrics thing and it'll show you all the lyrics. That word does not appear. Right. It's a sample. It's for you to, as you say, it's for you to come and find what you're going to find. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a treasure chest. Um, it seems that as you go through the record, the, uh, the 
the the bangers are all kind of front loaded and by the end of the album there are one or two exceptions you're into more kind of interior slower sonic territory was mm-hmm. that deliberate yeah, I, that's really how I build my shows also. Like, I love to come out real hot out the gate to um, so that people shut up and, like, kind of, <laughs> to kind of, like, stop people in their tracks and then draw them in and then you're, then you're in the palm of my hand. Um, I, I, that might have been my instinct with the order of things. I always knew that So Close would end the record and there's a song afterward that feels like um, that's like one of the most tender moments of the record for me the song after the fact but um, it's called um, Easy to Force It but So Close functionally narratively ends the record to me and I always knew that that would be the bookend Mm. so and I always knew what it feels like would be the opener and maybe like wanting to loop it you know like maybe wanting to come mm. back to what it feels like another thing i do in my shows is is play the first song again at the end mm-hmm. often from a different perspective um it helps me complete the cycle and i think that records are a cycle you know and yeah. to feel like you've ended and you're ready to begin again or you've made part of the spiral and now you're going to go deeper and deeper like is an orientation i've had really always since making music well I, you know the dark side of the moon beginning and ending with the heartbeat sure. uh the the sci-fi novel dahlgren uh is essentially a 500 page loop because it, it begins in the middle of a sentence and ends in the middle of that same sentence mm-hmm. and folk songs mm-hmm. you know in the folk tradition very often the first verse will come back at the end and sure. will be the last verse sure. too this i mean we as a species we seem to like that kind of bringing things full circle. Mm-hmm. I know I do, for, for sure. Yeah. I'm inclined toward it. Um, but So Close is the, uh, the track that you're going to play next. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album is called Captain Obvious. Let's hear another live performance from Raya Was and her band live here in the studio. I remember it all And it's memory torturing me before we can talk But you're far from me Inaudible I'm gonna get you back, babe Then you'll save me Cause truth is always the worst of me Oh, 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 oh,
So Close is the name of the song, live performance from Raya Was. Her sophomore album is out. It's called Captain Obvious. Raya, you did something interesting just a few moments ago when you asked me what I thought were the bangers on, on your record. Um, were you surprised? I mean, and I didn't mention, you know, uh, give, give Up, give the, up beat, the Beat, which is another. I mean... I'm if, just curious. If, I'm curious what, what where the bankers are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, were you surprised by any of my answers, or did you have a different kind of view of um, what you'd done? I was told in playing this record to folks early on that give up the beat would be would be a, a one, you know. Yeah. Um, and then like the the ones who know have all been like, it's playing God again. Like it's playing mm-hmm. God again. That's mm-hmm. that's the one. Um, but yeah, if if you're asking, I think is the is the general is the consensus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at, yeah, at the moment. <laughs> okay, it, it's just it, it. It reminds me of uh, we recently had Dessa, the mm-hmm. singer and rapper here in mm-hmm. the studio with Aviva J, as it turns out, um, and she said that when she and her producers tally up the number of songs on the record that are rap songs and the number that are sung, they don't always come up with the same number. Oh, funny. Yeah. So, so that even the team working on the record is coming at the songs from and, and is seeing them in totally different ways. Yeah. I, I think that this record probably can be categorically, if we're making a list of bangers versus what's opposite of a banger. Ballad. Banger versus ballad. Yeah. Probably... And actually, I think this is me historically, musically. Hard to tell if it's a banger or a ballad. I'm, mm. I'm all about a, a slow burn, almost um, yeah. a slow burn, almost banger ballad. No um, banger ballad binary. No banger ballad binary. <laughs> but I mean, I I mean, and talk about collaborators in this room. The record has come out on Switch It Records, which mm-hmm. is a label that Lorfay, myself, and Kale started um, just this past year. That all of our records have come out on. Um, and aside from organizing to to release the music that we love and keep money in the hands of artists we also have been like bouncing our release strategies off each other mm. and i think that there was probably a moment for sure between Lorfe and i of debate about which songs are the singles and which are the which are the the deep cuts. the deep cuts yeah. that's that's the yeah. opposite of a single right. um yeah i i think that my team might agree yeah ballad versus banger so to come full circle, there is kind of a community at work here. There is a deep community at work here. Yeah. I mean, I, aside from this just being like the absolute dream band ever, forever, um, this I feel so honored and um, blessed that this record has 
has brought me to uh, deepen my relationship with my community. Uh, it really makes the release cycle feel less um, sad and siloed and more <laughs> and more integrated and part of the part of life. Le- less part of the business and more of the this is how we deal with people. Sure. Yeah. But we're business too. Oh, all right. <laughs> you got to do it. We really do mean business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the album's called Captain Obvious. It's the latest from Raya Was. It's been great having you and this dream band of yours here in the studio. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Irene Trudell is our technical director, Karen Havlick our producer, shooting video today. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org. I'm really just inclined to like play you more music. What was that? I'm so inclined to just <laughs> keep playing you music. <laughs> I would take it. Okay. I'm going to play you the bonus track. You're waiting for it all You're queuing up Come and walk in through my door Won't hear me out And I was lonely to force it is the name of the song the bonus track from captain obvious and a bonus live solo performance by raya was thanks for being with us for this episode of soundcheck from newsounds.org